ever dreamed of having a holiday home down the coast, in the hills, or just away from the rat race, where you can go to escape? A place where you have it all looking picture perfect. Have cleaners come in after you stay, like you're having a holiday every time you come and go, but also make money from it, allowing others to enjoy your sanctuary when your busy life doesn't allow you to enjoy it as much as you want. Today, we will talk about the pros and cons of buying a property as a short-term holiday rental. You're listening to Real Estate Right. Top experts talk about how to buy, sell, rent and invest right. Your host is Sue Langder. Bringing you the best experts in real estate, Real Estate Right looks at everything to do with sales, rentals, investment, legal, advertising, moving, renting, renovating, styling, banking, cleaning, and everything else you can imagine to do with real estate in Melbourne. Download our back catalogue now for some inspiration and some clever tips. Tim Carson, owner and director of McCartney Real Estate Torquay, was recently ranked as number four in Victoria for residential sales and number one regional. Plus, he's been agent of the year for the past five years for Torquay through the Rate My Agent Awards. He has had a whopping 431 reviews across eight locations in the last 12 months. Wow. Welcome, Tim. How are you today? I'm good, thank you, Sue. That's great. Now, that's an impressive count of awards. What do you do differently? Uh, look, uh, look, I think it's really just being yourself, really. Um, yeah. Well, you know, I think, you know, I say to most people, you just treat people how you want to be treated. Yes. Um, you get back to people when you say you're going to get back to people, um, yeah. even if it means that you haven't got anything necessarily to say, them, say to them, just to touch base and say, you know, look, we're still waiting to hear back from this purchaser or this purchaser. It's just one of those things. I think it's all about communication and feedback and just being yourself. And I think then down here in a small town, um, I think that if you do that, um, you know, the word spreads around and, you know, your reputation's everything. So yeah. that's that's what I put it down to. Yeah, sounds good. It's a good way to be just, you know, be yourself essentially. Yeah, it doesn't matter who, who it is if it's a, $500,000 property or a $4 million property, you've got to treat everybody the same. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Now, today's topic is buying an investment for a short-term holiday rental. Now, what makes a great property for a short-term rental? Yeah, I think it's a number of things. Um, and I had a bit of a chat to my holiday manager on this as well, and we're all on the same page. But I think it's having a point of difference, um, whether that being having a pool, spa, or pet-friendly. Yeah. Um, this is, you know, where guests... Uh, you know, necessarily, you know, that sort of really helps, you know, um, and also location, whether it's close to the beach or shops, you know, because people, when they are looking to come and stay, they, yeah. when they do look to come and stay, they are looking to, um, you know, park the car and walk to everywhere. So those yeah. sorts of things. And of course, presentation and styling. So you stand out from other listings. So that's three important things, yeah. I would say. Yeah. A view helps too, doesn't it? 
That view does help. Yeah, it does. Um, but it, a lot of people, when they call up for a short-term holiday rental or they're looking to buy a, a holiday home, they say, Tim, I want about a parked car and walk to everywhere. So yeah. it's the same, you know, that that's where you get your capital growth. Yes. That's they're the first ones that you know rent out in the winter months. Yes, um, of course they're usually the dearer ones. So you know it's all price relative, but you know that's the view does help. But it's all about the location yeah. and what your the difference is. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Now we've got a listener question here. Carly from Endeavour Hills is looking to buy a property around Anglesey, but doesn't want to go to the effort and expense of moving furniture. How easy is it to buy a property that's fully furnished? Um. Yes, and some holiday places do do it. Yeah. Um, I'll probably be advising if she did want to go through that process is maybe potentially getting a stylist in like, um, you know, style extra we've got. They can actually go and purchase furniture or hold higher furniture they may sell to someone to be able to actually furnish their holiday place. Okay. Yeah. More, more often than not, you find a holiday home if they're selling it and the furniture that's in there, unless there's, you know, a circumstance most of the time it's very worn and it's seen better days old and daggy yes that's that's exactly <laughs> right and it's, it's often then then the family usually pick the pieces take the really good parts and you're left with the stuff that nobody wants so yeah it's very rare that someone you know will sell it fully furnished and if they do you know you'll buy that often but it's more often than not it's easy to get someone to come in and do it for you yeah Fair enough. Yeah, I like the idea of having a stylist coming in, especially in an area like uh, Torquay. Yeah, definitely. Again, it's all it's all that point of difference, Sue, that, you know, when that comes in, if it's clean, fresh, beds are comfortable, couches are comfortable, and when you turn on the TV, it works. Yeah. All that, and, air, and then the air conditioner works. All those things, it speaks volume. So people, the repeat business comes back and they talk and they yeah. tell people, hey, why don't you go and stay at such and such or go see McCartney's? Yeah. They're all, the same. it's the same thing along the chain. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Now, what returns can you make on a short-term rental versus, say, a long-term rental? Yeah. So well, you're really not relying on return for, especially a permanent. Uh, down here, you're probably looking at around 3 to 3.5% three return. It's yeah. really based on you're looking at probably, you know, capital growth. Um, a lot of people, what we find here is if they're buying places that, you know, if rentals, it'll either be something as a, um, something to negative gear yeah. or it's something they're going to buy that they're going to move into later on. Mm-hmm. Um, holiday rental, yes, you will get a better return. Um, I would say you're probably looking at potentially in the good locations you can, you can double on what you would get on a permanent rental. Okay. But the things you've got to be wary of is that you have got more maintenance. You know, you've got cleaning costs. You've got, you know, stuff that gets knocked around. Um, you know, your commission rate is higher. Um, so there's all those sorts of things. But still at the end of the day, if you do, you know, push it hard and certainly, you know, you can certainly do very well at a holiday rental if it's in a really good location. Yes, we sort of talked a little bit about the added costs, um, but what added costs would you have on a short-term rental versus a long-term rental? Now, obviously, utilities and stuff. Yeah, utilities, that's it. So mainly, you know, your power, gas and water and cleaners, gardeners and breakages, those sorts of things, whereas yeah. a normal permanent rental, you know, your tenant, you know, pays for the power and they pay for the water usage um, and they're, they're up, to, it's their responsibility to do gardening and stuff like that too. But yeah. whereas a short-term you know, you're doing the power, you're doing, you know, you're doing the gas um, and mindful that tenants, when they go down to the beach, 
if it's not their home and they're not paying for the power, they will leave the air conditioner going all day. All day. Because they want to come home. Yes. They want to come home to a nice cool house after a really hot day on the beach. Mm -hmm. Correct. Exactly. And so that's the thought sort of things, Um, you know, and then of course, you know, you know, you've got um, post, you know, post moving out, then they, they're responsible for doing all their own linen and stuff like that. But it's just depending on some owners and you've got garbage removal. So sometimes if you've got tenants that are in there for three or four days. So just sometimes, as I said to you before, there's more fair wear and tear for a holiday rental than yes. a permanent. Yeah. Yep. And like like I know I find with my property that, well, I, I provide linen. Some do, some don't. Um, yeah. And that's a massive extra cost and very hard to find cleaners who will be prepared to do the linen. Yes. Um, but also things like, um, like I've had major plumbing issues, mainly because I've been on tank water. Um, yeah. And, you know, people exceed the number of people that they're supposed to have in the house. Of course. And, always, yeah, and yeah. the toilets um, don't cope with the number of people yeah. that they bring. Yeah. So, yes, so that can be a major expense. Yep. Absolutely. Mm. Can do. Yes, yep. absolutely. Yep. I hear you. <laughs> you hear me? <laughs> yeah, it's not just the small things on the outside. It's also the internal. Yeah, it's just like I said, like rubbish removal, you know, like it's just, mm. you know, you have more people there that stay there, then the bins get more full and then yeah. you need to get those removed. And, you know, like I had a, an instance in, um you know, our place last year in January where people had been there, they've obviously been eating seafood, put all those in the bins. So you can imagine it's hot. Oh. They leave it. It was vile, you know. Yeah. So you just have to you have to go and do a tip run to get rid of it before it happened, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. And, and some council areas, regional, especially in regional Victoria, will actually have signs on the at the start of the town saying yep. if you bring your rubbish, take your rubbish with you. Yeah, correct. That's exactly right. Yeah. Not many guests will do that. No. But no. like I've had I've had plenty of guests come to me and say or call me up and say, Oh, the bins are half full, you know, where are we supposed to put our stuff? I said, Well, there's actually a sign at the start of the town to say take your own rubbish with you. But we do actually have a general store which has a massive skip, I think, which is for the overruns. But we don't like to tell them that, that often. But yep. yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah. What risks do we need to weigh up yep. that would put a hold on getting guests to stay? Yep, so COVID lockdown yeah. is certainly one of those, that's for sure, um, you know, and restrictions impacting travel. So, you know, currently single, you know, single households or, you know, people travelling regional, they can come, whereas Melbourne can't at the moment. So there are all sorts of things and people yes. have tended to book maybe in advance. Um and also, owners need to be aware that bookings can be cancelled overnight, which will result in a travel credit or full refund. So, they're all the sorts of things that you've got to be mindful of. That someone, you know, may change their mind, or someone might get called into work. Uh, that's the things with with um, in, in, to, to, in your reputation. You want to make sure that you do the right thing because if you don't, they're never going to they're not going to come back to you or they give you a bad review. And as you know, one bad review can you know. Yeah, so, um, yeah. Um, but there's yeah. also things yeah. like bushfires and floods, um, all those sort of things. There's natural disasters that can impact access to your property. 
That's right, yeah, especially more, you know, maybe down the coast so much, not so much here in yeah. Torquay. We don't have that. We don't have floods or bushfires yeah. as such. But, yes, like what you're saying, yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Yep, correct. Um, I know when I there was bushfires, when was it, started 2020, um, there wasn't any bushfires in my area, but leading, not, not even leading up to it, but the the local government authority had a, you know, extreme danger sort of code or whatever it was on it. Um, And, you know, my insurance actually said uh, as long if if the access to the property is affected, either your property or your neighbour's property and they can't get access to your property, then they will give me an insurance, you know, like I could claim. But it wasn't like the whole local government area. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. just yeah, if you yeah, yeah. if you want to if you do do the insurance where you you know claim for um you know loss of rental because of a natural disaster yeah. uh just be very very careful with the um fine print because natural yeah. disasters uh aren't really covered unless it's immediately no, affecting you that's right and same with covid yeah 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 and yes and i think airbnb's uh Policy now is that unless you physically have COVID and you can prove that with a certificate of some sort, then the owner, the host, has the right to keep the um, booking going. Oh, right. Yeah. But, you know, you'd be a nice person and say, look, you know, we do have government restrictions. Yeah, Um, yeah. You know, that's... That's right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, again, like I said, you want them to be able to come back and see you again if that's the case. Yes, you do. Yeah. 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 Now, one thing that I've always struggled with is how easy is it to get quick turnaround cleaners? Yeah, so like I said to you before, we've got a very strong relationship with our cleaners. So um, turnarounds for us isn't so difficult. And it's all about prompt communication with cleaners and being accessible. So if they turn up to be there, that the property is ready for them to clean, you know, that there isn't still someone asleep in bed. Yeah. So those sorts of things, um, we're very lucky too. My cl- my sister has a cleaning business, mm. so that does help. So, it you know, <laughs> um, but it, it is all about loyalty that if you stick with them and you don't shop it round, they will continue to jump through hoops to make sure that if you ring them up and say, look, something's happened or the owner's been down, um, you know, last week or the owner's son's been down, didn't clean it, can you get around and just quickly clean it for us? Yeah. They're likely to do that for you than someone that you don't use at all. So we've got real, a really good relationship with our cleaners um, and they're not necessarily the cheapest, but they're fit, the fairest, but they do the best job. So it's all about you're not going to get complaints yes. when people turn up there to say that this isn't clean. Yeah. Yes, there's nothing, there's nothing worse than um, people being picky and then they're picky when they arrive, but when they leave, they still leave it messy. It's like... That's exactly right. Exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. And the reality is, you know, people are humans and they will have certain expectations and mm-hmm. also um, certain behavioural issues. Which, uh, okay. yeah, absolutely. They're all different. Absolutely. So, yes. Yeah. You, need to, you need to weigh that up, don't you, in terms of are you prepared to have people living in a house that you will go to visit every now and again? Yep. Um, yep knowing that, uh, you know, they may not treat it the way that you would treat it. That's right. Yep, correct. That's exactly it. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That's right. Yeah.
Now we're going to have a short break and come back with more from Tim Carson from McCartney Real Estate, where we will talk about added extras a lot of investors don't think about when investing in short-term rental properties. You're listening to Real Estate Right, and we are talking to the award-winning real estate agent, Tim Carson from McCartney Real Estate, about buying a property for a short-term holiday investment. Now, Tim, what everyday products do you need available in your property for your guests that can add to the cost of running your property? Yeah, so the, the, look, just the normal things like that, you know, use your toilet paper, your paper towels so that people can clean their barbecue, dishwashing liquid, um, some hand wash, you know, those sorts of things, not, not, non-perishables and dishwashing tablet, tablets, those sorts of things, all the essentials that your guests would want to enjoy while they're on holidays that they might not necessarily bring you, salt and pepper, those sorts of things. Um, And more than likely, you know, most people do supply milk or, you know, tea and coffee available there, a little small milk, just little things like that. But, you know, apart from that, that's probably mainly it. But the main ones, you know, or even oils to cook on the barbecue, just little things like that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but they do add they up. They do add up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So all the things that they can just go and yeah. buy stuff for barbecue and then it's there, you know. So, yeah. yep, they're the main things. Yeah, there's sponges and, you know, to clean clean your dishes and, and yep. tea towels and all that sort of fun stuff. They, yeah, exactly. They exactly. all add up. Yeah. yeah. How often can you go to the property yourself to use it for a holiday? Um, you can use it as much as you like. I guess it's just a matter of just, you know, booking it in and blocking that time out. Um, my suggestion would be is, you know, not to do it during the, the peak periods because that's where you're going to get your best rental. Yes. Um, but, yeah, you can do it as much as you like or, or whatever suits you. It's just a matter of talking to your agent or, you know, booking it out yourself yeah. to make sure that, um, you know, you can use it as much as you like. There is some restrictions with some places that you're not meant to be in it you know, more than three months a year, but that's like the Wyndham Resort. But most of the time, if you're buying townhouses or units or homes, there's yeah. no restrictions at all. But you've also got to double check on uh, good old Mr Taxman with that too because the more you use it, the more you can't claim as a... Correct. That's right. A, I'm not exactly sure what yeah. that is or how, how much it is, but, no, I'm I'm not sure on that. So, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, but it, it's talk to your accountant yep. about that. That's Correct. for sure. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, now, how about the Airbnb and stays portals? Like a lot of owners like to use these portals to self-manage the property, yet some short-term rental services don't want to use those services and only allow guests to book directly through their service. Now, what's the benefits of self-managing the property yourself versus getting a management service? So um, I think this all comes down to really the policing side, to be honest. Uh, Airbnb and stays are extremely hard to vet and find out who is actually staying in the home. Yeah. Like we just discussed before where you said that, yes, they'll say that there's only a couple that are coming and then 10 people turn up. Yeah. Uh, the main problems you have with holiday rentals is bucks parties, mm-hmm. hens parties and schoolies. Yeah. Now, with those ones with stays in Airbnb, it's a lot harder to police those sorts of people that are staying. So we as an agency don't use those portals um, and it allows us then to be able to, as I said, really vet and make sure that they, you know, we qualify the buyers, we see where they're at to make sure that they're not going to damage the property. And not only that, 
a lot of the times people who have holiday homes use it themselves and they want to stay good friends with their neighbours. Mm. So, you know, if you've got parties and it's con- consistently a, a party house, it's a good way of falling out of favour with your neighbours very quickly. Yes. Yes, I've got one of them. Yep. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, oh, look, he's he's lovely and he's you know caring and all that sort of stuff, but he has yeah, certain yeah. standards that he likes yeah. to adhere yeah. to. And, and, and again, like we said before, it's you know we can deal with the questions and the guests, arrange cleaners, photos, all good repairs. Uh, we can do other you know services where we can provide sales and rental appraisals if they need to. Yeah. You know all, all that sort of stuff. So we we can do the lot. You know, yeah. So. Yeah, sounds good. Now, can you get agents that are flexible with their management styles? So say some go, look, we're happy to work with Airbnb stays, you know, as a couple of the portals to just attract the the guests in, um, but we also have our um, personal rental side of things and and they sort of blend the, the, the opportunities or is it really... Um, more it's either one way or the other way yeah i think one way or the other is the way to go because it's it's very hard to sometimes you can then sometimes double up on bookings yeah um you know and sometimes the refund policies are different to everyone else and sometimes you know they will wherever the cheaper booking is or if there's services on they'll go to those other portals so it's best to go one or the other yeah in my my opinion um, from our experience We've tried both and it's it's too hard, to be honest. Too hard, yeah. Yeah, yep. yep. fair yep. enough. Um, now, is there anything else that we should talk about regarding uh, short-term rentals that we haven't covered yet? No, I think that's probably it. I think the main thing is, you know, you know, why do buyers come to us to buy an, uh, an investment? Yep. I guess it's, it's all probably purely because of where Torquay is located. Yep. Um, the good thing about Torquay is that, you know, we're an hour and 15 from the Westgate. Um, you know, we've got a number of beaches here where a family friendly or you've got the surf beach. If it is a wet and cold day, um, you know, you can go into warm ponds and watch a movie or go in and do a bit of shopping or you can duck back home with now the way the ring road is. So that's why we find, you know, a lot of people come to Torquay and it's the start of the Great Ocean Road. So then if you wanted to go down the coast and go to Anglesey, Aries, Lawn, Polar Bay or even the way all the way around to Johanna, you can, you know, so... There's lots exactly. of options. There's lots of options. And, you know, we're really lucky here with Torquay with the way our beaches are and our tracks and our, you know, bike tracks and golf courses and, you know, um, you know, we have the Great Ocean Road cycle race, bike race here. So a lot of people, you know, that's very good for our booking situation when that happens. Oh, um, the, the town gets flooded. Um, so all, all of those things, you know, certainly is an advantage why you would buy a short-term holiday rental. Yeah, sounds great. Now, yep. thanks for coming on to Real Estate, right, Tim? My pleasure, Sue. I think you have painted a clearer picture of the pros and cons of buying an investment for short-term holiday rental. Now, how can people contact you if they are looking to buy, sell, or even rent a property in the Torquay area? Yeah, they can give me a call on my mobile, which is 0434-690-930, or just send me an email, which is tim at mccartneyrealestate.com.au. More than happy to chat to them. They can give me a call to make a time to come in and chat with me um, face-to-face, or happy to chat over the phone, whatever works for them. Happy to be whatever suits. Thanks so much, Tim. We will also have all your details in our show notes and through our social media. It's been a pleasure having you on. 
Thanks, Sue. No worries. Excellent. Thanks again. Now, next week we have our next uh, town taster and we are heading north to Laylor. We have the boys from Ray White Thomas Town to talk to us about the great attributes of the small suburb of Laylor, as well as the delightful Christian and Jacks from the EVU Group in Frankston to talk to us about the different commission structures agents can be paid when selling your home. It's a great listen if you want to make sure your agent is paid fairly for the job they have done to sell your home, so don't miss it. Real Estate Right is a real copyright production, hosted and produced by me, Sue Langada. I would like to thank Podbean for hosting our podcast, Premium Beat for our theme music, and Francis Morello for his voiceover. Real Copyright is a leading real estate copywriting service throughout Melbourne. If you would like your property copywritten by Real Copyright, please book your copy through orders at realcopyright.com.au. If you would like us to help create more valuable real estate information for the people of Melbourne in this podcast, contact sue at realestateright.com.au. Thanks for listening to Real Estate Right.